When you think back to some of the memorable advertising slogans of the last few years, a lot of them come from retailers. Go Harvey Go, down down, prices are down, lowest prices are just the beginning. For years, stores have been bombarding us with noisy TV ads promoting their latest offers, and they were hard to miss. But as the world becomes more connected, the way people seek out entertainment has been changing, and now it's just harder to reach those customers through traditional channels. So what innovative experiences are retailers using to cut through that noise and keep their customers coming back? From Facebook, this is Face to Face, unearthing ideas that thrive in a connected world. I'm Jules Lund. Authenticity is so important for brands and consumers resonate with real people and consumers want to be drawn to communities where they engage with like-minded individuals. That's John Setti from Katmandu. We'll hear about his adventures later, but for now, let's get into the Christmas spirit. Can I get some sleigh bells, please? And the Christmas tunes? Now over the fields we go. For generations, Australians have pressed their noses against the My Christmas windows and felt a little magic. 2018 was a year of change for Maya, one of Australia's biggest department stores. Christmas is always a special time, particularly for retailers. And I think Maya have been at the forefront of helping lead that traditional kind of big Christmas moment. Gail Weil is the deputy CEO at top-tier ad agency Cleminger BBDO Melbourne. Gail and her team were challenged to rethink the way Maya helps its customers experience Christmas. Retail is changing enormously. I think there's some stat like 2% decline year on year for the last five years and department stores are being, you know, double that. They're really, really struggling, I guess, and they're needing transformation. And I think we can't ask the business and department stores to transform without looking at how we communicate for them. So with the new leadership in at Maya, it really was an important time for us to look at how we brought Christmas to life, but also just how we use communications in a different way. This needed to be more than just another nostalgic Christmas campaign with window unveils and tinsel explosions. They needed to create a Christmas moment and bring it into people's homes. And so what we wanted to do is really find an insight that brought the magic of Christmas back. So how could we actually get people to kind of experience or feel the magic of Christmas with Maya and perhaps sell it to them, but most importantly, then have a way that we could keep interacting with people as well. So it was about taking the magic home out of the store versus just having a magical experience in store. First of all, we had to decide whether we were going to stick with our traditional storytelling in that big brand kind of way with the characters that we had in Elf and Reindeer and, and Angel. Oh, those chocolates are repeating on me. Turns out you can have too much tinsel. You guys are nuts, but you're my kind of nuts. Yeah, you'll be back. Pardon? Uh, I said, so glad you're back. We just felt that it was probably time to retire that storytelling and find a new way to bring it to life. So the idea was really that traditional family moment of talking to the kids about whether they have been naughty or nice and whether Father Christmas or Santa Claus will be coming to visit them this year. And so how could we take that and add a modern spin? It's one of those moments that brings us closer to shopping because it is about gift giving as well. So it felt like Maya could play a role in fulfilling that. 
Inspiration came in the shape of an innovative new product which would put Maya at the centre of a family Christmas. So the product is simple enough. It's a Christmas bauble to hang on your tree, but there's more to it than meets the eye because it connects to your phone via Bluetooth. So if your kid is being nice, well, you can go to your app and press green and the bauble lights up green. On the flip side, if your kid is being really naughty, it's the perfect leverage. You go to your app and you press red. And I'm guessing from the kid's perspective, you don't want that bauble to be red when Santa comes to visit. Have you been good this Christmas? Maya's naughty or nice bobble, we'll let you know. Maya, my store. So the previous TV ad was big. It had elf, reindeer and an angel. But that's a moment in time. The bauble is more than that. It's created a whole new way to connect with customers. It was probably twofold. One, that we could really give Maya a meaning, again, back in Christmas traditions within families. And two, that we could then use some of that to generate interesting facts externally. So alongside a campaign to sell the baubles, we would also post out via social or via digital out of home how each state was feeling or behaving. We could have fun little facts and just create engagement like that. Through their bauble, customers could feel like they were part of something special. The first few posts we saw on social on that first day really made us realise that it was something that people would really engage with. So if you can imagine the amount of social content there was of children eating their greens and the parents changing it to kind of green, then it allowed us to celebrate that and to really look at how we could bring those kind of fun little moments out to the masses. And they sold out in a few days. With that many baubles in people's homes, the campaign can continue for years to come, made even more meaningful when combined with a loyalty program like Maya One. How do we definitely use it to recognise people and particularly valuable members or people that have been with us for a long time? I think that's definitely a missed opportunity, as well as just then looking at if people have gone in and bought something during that period, how do we keep going back and kind of recognising that? Or if people are more active in Maya, whether that's online or in store during that Christmas period, what do we do? Are they themselves nice? And so we we repay them, whether that's in points on Maya One or whether that's in rewards and, and kind of discounting. But I think it's about how we can use the bauble kind of actively in that period as well. Hopefully what will happen over the coming years is we can bring that together to enhance the experience of the bauble, but also to give data importantly back into Maya. That data is what connects retailers to their most important asset, their customers. This connection allows them to engage in conversations, reward them for their loyalty and give them a reason to keep coming back. And in an age of unprecedented competition, repeat customers are the holy grail for stores like Maya. You know, how do we connect it closer into Maya One? How do we bring product recommendations into it based on behaviour? How do we look at what their children are interested in or the ages of their children to, to give that kind of product recommendation? Or how do we look at usage or, or things like that to just, just to keep that experience alive and keep it feeling really magical without complicating it because its beauty is its simplicity. Yeah, I like that, that it's a scalable concept because mm. that's so important when you're dealing with brands and retailers today. Like Maya, Katmandu has a big focus on helping its customers create memorable experiences, something that group marketing manager John Setti has seen evolve over the last decade. 
My first stint there was eight or nine years ago, so quite a bit's changed. From a marketing perspective back then, it was very much a traditional marketing model, mass marketing model, you know, whereas today we don't have that same approach. There's much more digital marketing and social media in the mix and also roles that exist in a marketing department today. Analysts, data scientists, CRM specialists, marketing automation specialists, social media coordinators, these are all new roles that exist in in Kathmandu as a brand, but also just in general within marketing with roles today. So yeah, lots changed. For Kathmandu, marketing is now about harnessing the sense of adventure felt by its community, the Summit Club, now over 2 million loyal customers strong. For us, it's just a beautiful space. There's very few times you have a really nice opportunity within marketing, I suppose, to have a natural, authentic conversation with your customer. And for us, it's about our members and our customers, our Summit Club. They're a huge part of what we are and who we are. You know, we're about celebrating amazing individuals who are just doing amazing things. Who would do something like this? Who would come out into the middle of nowhere and decide to walk across the polarised cap. Well, Rudolf Nansen did. And so did I. Online communities are already the place that most people share these adventures. Asking for advice on where to eat or stay, checking in at ancient ruins, that photo of you holding up the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Getting involved in those conversations comes naturally to Kathmandu. That means we can put the calling card out to share content with us. We can also engage them in very special ways on social media to then have that content as the brand's content. So, you know, within social media, it's a huge part of our mix and what we do. And it's pretty much the celebration of the outdoors and adventure and the celebration of our customers who are out there doing some special things. Good morning. <laughs> it is day four. I'm still on the ice. Cambodia, it's our second day. Oh. <laughs> We're in India! Yeah, yeah, I'm adapted to the cold. So how do we say hello? We're here in Nukla. Assalamu alaikum. So that is a way we start to generate and draw in like-minded people to our brand. You know, we're not for everyone. Not everyone wants to get in the outdoors. Not everyone wants to do a multi-day hike. Not everyone wants to go and get off the beaten track when they go to a new location. But for those that do... And because you stay true to who you are and who you are as a brand, you'd start to attract those like-minded people. And that's how we throw fuel to the fire, if you like, and really start the conversations about what's important to us, what's our purpose, and how is that important for our customers as well. At Kathmandu, talking to customers online is just the beginning. John's team doesn't just celebrate what Summit Club members are doing, it opens the world up to them and makes them part of the adventure. The members are everything for us, so every single photo shoot, every single social media post from us is one of our members or one of our staff. Through their adventure sponsorship program, club members can apply to have the brand come along while they explore. When we have our shoots coming up, we put a call out on social media and say, hey, who wants to go? (laughs) And have you got a spare three or four weeks to come and join us on an adventure? And guess what? It's not going to be easy. You're going to sleep in tents. You're going to get dirty. You're going to get cuts. You're going to get bruises. But it's going to be a fun time and you're going to see a beautiful part of the world. Yep, the Adventure Sponsorship Program sends Kathmandu customers off to discover the world, 
all expenses paid, and while Katmandu is there with them, it's the customer's experience that comes first, cultivating that loyalty and a sense of connection. One of the things I'm most proudest of is our World Ready brand campaign. And it was our first ever global brand campaign that appeared in all the markets Katmandu is in. And what we did is we chose four amazing stories of our members who came through our adventure sponsorship program. And one of the stories that we chose to elevate is the Lorimer family. And this is an Australian family who are a family of five. So the big lap is uh, traveling around Australia. No matter which way you go, clockwise, anti-clockwise, figure of eight, it's, it's something that most Australians want to do in their lifetime. It's a bucket list item. So the story is of Jack. My name's Jack and I'm six years old. He's been travelling on the road since he was three and a half. His two younger sisters and the whole family's having this incredibly educational adventure despite the fact that they're not at a normal primary school like other kids. They're being homeschooled as they go. At normal school there's a lot of kids but I make friends on the road so that's okay. And you can see how much they're thriving, learning how to fix the engine of the Land Cruiser, how to tie a fishing knot as they catch their dinner and these great adventures. It's really a fascinating and motivating story that, you know, there is more than one way to educate a child and there is more than one way to experience the world. And at Kathmandu, our belief and what World Ready stands for is that we believe travel and adventure is the ultimate education. Climbing rock formations, looking at Aboriginal art, or just looking out of the car window as they're driving through the best our country has to offer. That is what this campaign is celebrating. People who are going out there and deciding to do it a bit differently. And they're deciding that they want to get their learnings in the outdoors or through engaging with different cultures and different communities. And, and this Lorimer family is a beautiful celebration of that. I love my family and I love being with mum and dad all the time. Creating and curating positive moments for your customers is one thing. But how do you engage when there's an issue more significant at stake? Standing by and watching politicians ignore marriage equality just cannot go on. For Airbnb, their first brand campaign in Australia, they wanted to stand for marriage equality and belonging, as that's their big brand purpose. Rather than do an advertising campaign when everyone else was out just talking about their support, we created a ring that had a gap in the middle that people wore to signify the inequality until the decision was made. So. It's a ring designed by Mark Newson, the famous Australian designer, and it was a black ring that just had a tiny gap. It's broken here in the middle. And the gap signified the marriage inequality that Australia still had. Big business has reignited the same-sex marriage debate, launching a new campaign calling for change. The public can order their own ring free of charge. So far, the daily allocation has been exhausted within hours. We sold it on eBay. We created an eBay partnership and actually it was a huge collaboration. So we're talking with banks like ANZ and eBay, Qantas even, all the Qantas flight staff wore the ring. It was promoted by the back of their tickets and stuff. We managed to um, sell hundreds of thousands of the rings. It was a great strategy around actually getting the people who might not know somebody who it was directly affecting, but knew a daughter of a friend, a cousin, someone else within their circle 
who, you know, totally believed that, you know, they should be with the people that they love and could actually wear something to symbolise that during the whole period where it was a hot topic. I'll wear this ring until my sister came belong. Until my cousin. My mother. My mate. Or my brother. Until we all belong. Yeah, I love that. I think brands need to be authentic and stand for something. And yeah, congratulate you on that campaign. I think it's fantastic for Airbnb to stand up in Australia and be known for something, and that's a fantastic yeah, cause. Yeah, a controversial thing to do or a brave thing to do. Lots of people wouldn't back it or, or stand by it because it was seen as um, being very confronting. But I think, again, doing something beyond just advertising and really showing that they should stand for something and, and create a product that represented that. Connecting with customers at a personal level in a way that really reflects your brand can be a great opportunity. It brings people together and it's a chance to strengthen that loyalty for your brand. We call our social media platforms and our content platforms, they're be- it's a beast and we have to keep feeding it and the way we feed it is through user-generated content of our members and you know we spend so much time mining and understanding where all this content exists to then ensure that it gets celebrated through our social media platforms and and inspire and engage other people. These platforms give a real-time feedback loop with information that's just been difficult to get before. Brands can find out what their customers love and what they hate direct from the source. We no longer do a lot of the traditional media mass marketing pieces. You know, a lot of the a lot of the print and the radio, etc. That's gone from our media mix. Today, now more than ever, we know the outcomes and results of pretty much everything we do in a digital channel. Whereas that didn't exist when you're talking purely in traditional media formats. You have the right analytics, the right data sets and the right statistics to understand if you're moving the metrics that you're focused on. In Maya's retail world, it's slightly different. And I think digital marketing today enables them to be timely. And I think before they were always looking at marketing budgets and a quarterly budget, and it was a little bit fingers crossed. And then halfway through the next quarter, we'd see if it was effective. I think now they can see within 48 hours what they need to shift and how they shift it. Um, And so it's always been a bit of an and way of looking at the budget for us. It's what is the impact of having the above the line or the more traditional media with really smart and very targeted and optimised digital because how are we maximising the spend across both and how are we really shifting the digital budget to then react to what we've seen the day before I think it's been really interesting that whilst they might not be big users of digital, they definitely know it is having a huge impact on their performance. And so bringing that together and showing reactiveness, I think, has been really important for them. Getting those aboard level to understand digital can be a challenge. Many just don't have the technology in their everyday life or they're just not the target audience, so they don't always see the campaigns. But the results are pretty convincing. I actually remember a funny time when we brought in mobile phones into the board meeting to allow them all to experience a Facebook canvas ad because there was little understanding of what that actually did. And through this immersion with the board uh, to see what it meant and just a real excitement that you see from their eyes, you start to change those perceptions and then you talk to the metrics around success and what it means as a marketer for brand or for a commercial program and understanding the full funnel approach around digital marketing, 
then that starts to tell that story and starts to um, convince, I suppose, people who might not be on the journey. Real-time information means campaigns can be more responsive and more creative. Brands build on what their customers want, whether that's a fun new way to celebrate Christmas or a sing-along in the back of a Land Cruiser. Then they can bring these customers right into the moment and experience it with them, side by side. We use our club data a lot, so we've been uh, in a lucky position as a brand that for many years now we've been collecting a huge amount of data on our on our members and our customers. So we start to understand the preferences, the demographics, the purchase history, all the sorts of rich data that might exist for a retailer and a brand around our our customer. And then we start to utilise that with the content we've got to ensure that it's quite targeted and personalised to the member based on the channel they're engaging with. In our world, in the outdoor and travel space, it's no longer about these huge ambassadors or personalities that, that are just engineered for a specific period of time. It's about celebrating the real people. I think increasingly we know the importance of brand and brand experience for for our clients, but also more importantly for people. They want to resonate with something. They want to feel part of something. They want that connection. You, in prior days, had to produce a TV ad and hope for the best or have a press ad and hope for the best and you don't know what happens until many days or weeks later and now you can understand within minutes, if you like, if you want to be that reactionary. Uh, And that's, I think, a really big change that you see nowadays with, with digital marketing. We've always believed that creativity is always the answer and I think in a world of more data and more opportunity there's more room for creativity whether that's through your own customers and authenticity or having a great purpose and bringing it to life in a real way or whether that's through being uber smart in what you do in retail. Good time to be in marketing? Yeah the best time. Big thanks to Gail Wilde, Deputy CEO at Cleminger BBDO Melbourne, and John Setti, Group Marketing Manager at Katmandu. Now make sure you don't miss our other episodes, just press subscribe to stay up to date. It's free. I'm Jules Lund and this is Face to Face from Facebook.